0: You are listening to Humanity Unlocked. Welcome back, everyone. I am your host, Kimberly Diet, and this episode today will be our official wrap on season two. I have my husband, Mark, back with us today to do something I call looking back to look forward. And rather than sitting here at a mic by myself, which is what I had planned to do originally, I decided to make it a bit more of a conversation instead of a monologue to use Mark's word. You guys, Mark has been right beside me week in and week out since the launch of Humanity Unlocked five months ago. And we're always having conversations about the show, about business strategies, about all of the many technical aspects that I loathe. So it seemed very fitting to have him co-host the final episode of season two with me. And I'm sure it's much more interesting as a listener, too. I, I don't know. You guys will have to tell me if, if you want me to do more solo episodes or do any because I have yet to do one. So um, <clears throat> Mark and I, I mean... <laughs> We have, there was so much that I took notes on that I wanted to cover in this episode. And I just <laughs> sent him my notes and I said, can you help me formulate a conversation out of this? And so he did, thank, thankfully, because I have been so bogged down with other stuff, I have not been able to make a proper outline. So I'm actually going to throw <laughs> throw the, toss the baton to Mark on this and have sure. him sort of help me through this episode as we wrap up season two, because there are a few other announcements we're going to make. So
1: yep. Okay. So, um, well, let me ask you something. Uh, looking back on, uh, the season, how would you describe it? If you were to use one word, what would it, what would you, you know, call season two?
0: Transitional is the word I would use. Um, because season one was, um, many of the topics were rooted in trauma and not all, but many. Um, and maybe, perhaps a little less relatable to the listeners. Mm -hmm. And so with season two, I tried to lighten it up a bit to where it was, it was still, it still had the element that I look for, which is that element of feeling misunderstood Mm -hmm. and sort of, um, unlocking humanity behind an issue that maybe somebody would feel judged for. Um, so I always still look for that element, but the topics themselves were a little less lighter. So But, and then also too, I was- You
1: mean the topics were a little bit more light, like on season two. Oh,
0: did I say less lighter? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Topics were lighter. Sorry. It's still early for me. Um, That's why you have your coffee. That's why I have my coffee. But yeah, so, and I was just trying out a few different things. I actually did, because I was a little pickier with what I was doing, um, I was saying no to a lot of, um, topics and people because I was having a lot of, um, I was having a lot of requests to, uh, repeat topics that we'd already covered. And I think for this podcast, because we're so new, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to vary it up as much as I can. So we don't get sort of pigeonholed into one area. So with that came the need to maybe interject episodes where it was, um, you and I, or me and one of the kids, or me and my mom, because I I, I am reserving my right to be a little more particular instead of, I mean, otherwise you're going to get, or we would have gotten, I would say, a lot of episodes about maybe abuse or addiction, yeah. or a lot of episodes about um, motherhood or parenting or marriage. And it would have been like all sort of in that those areas, because those are the areas that people wanted to talk about most. And so... I had to make a decision. And so it was very well, transitional.
1: Th- so that's what I was going to ask. So why are you, ma- so if there was a lot of um, you know requests on those particular topics, why did you feel the need to transition away from that?
0: Because I, because the podcast is not about any one area. It's, it's an umbrella mm-hmm. that many topics fall Beneath, if you look at the website, there's, I don't know how many, uh, like 20 different topics or so yeah. that, that we would, would speak about, but because we're so new, I mean, we started season two 90 days in, I believe, uh, I maybe right. less than that, 60 days maybe. Um, and because we're so new, I wanted to create a foundation that was as wide as possible instead of, because the more you do one topic, the more you're going to attract, yeah. um, you're going to attract. well. You're definitely going
1: to pigeonhole yourself, right? You, right. You know, and, and but I mean, that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing because you know they always say uh, riches are in the niches, and right. and if you you know go deep into one area, you might do well. But that's not kind of who you are. You.
0: I really so that's been a conversation too, whether or not to develop a niche, but. I struggle with that because there's not one area that I'm especially attached to. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I were to pick one area, if I if I had to, I guess Wait, I would just let me guess.
1: Let me guess. But, relationships.
0: R- r- <laughs> communication within relationships. <laughs> yeah. So that would be the area, and it, that, I mean that's still very broad. Yeah. But um, you know, it's 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 tough because, like I said, the more you do episodes, if I do, two, I try to limit it to, to, to no more than three. In a season, on around the, or I would say in a in a quarter, let's just say on the same topic.
1: So, uh, well, with with the uh, with the episodes that you did in season two, this transitional phase or transitional season, uh, what would uh, what would you say? What what episodes, one or more than one episode, do you feel like best represented? Uh, you know that, that this transition. So
0: we did so using. The same element that I look for, which is the element where people often feel misunderstood and trying to sort of parse through and hash out those feelings and clear up any confusion maybe on on that. Um, We were still trying to keep that as much as possible. So a really good example of that was um, when I had the girls from In the Pink Room on and we talked about motherhood because that topic is very diverse in terms of like how people approach motherhood and their decisions about how they parent and how they mother. And so that was, but it was still light enough and it's also pretty relatable. And so like we talked about like breastfeeding over to, to over two years old we talked about co-sleeping things like that that people get judged for so there's it still contained all those elements that i or that one element that i look for but in many different areas um the whole you know with jordan 50 50 custody i mean that
1: that's a big one that's
0: a big one because yeah. people would automatically assume one of two things on that and um it, it cleared up a lot i think for a lot of people who are going through that you know, I, my heart goes out to them because I mean, your heart just sinks into your stomach when you think about sharing your child, but we were able to really open up a conversation about that. Um, Maya on antidepressants, um, even Lupe with, uh, you know, her, um, um, physical ambition, you know, with, with that a lot, you know, she gets judged she can get judged for that because, you know, I think anybody that's doing something, anything really spectacular with their life, automatically people touch them Very much so. for it. So, a well, little less stigmatized topics.
1: Well, so therefore, do you think that maybe season two is more relatable than season one because of that?
0: Um, it's hard to say. Um, I because it was still so transitional. Um, I don't know that we got a really good sample size. Um, I got, I got what I got, you know, you get uh, And in it for me, it's like, I don't head tap people, uh, for, or poach people to come on. Um, rarely ever do I, um, I may put a feeler out there and see if they were to respond. Like I may to say something like, Oh gosh, I would love to talk with you about this on the podcast. If you were ever interested, I may say something like that. And if they respond, then great. Yeah. Like I had a girl, um, a woman who, she has adult ADHD and I said that she, she talks a lot about it. So she's very public with it. Mm-hmm. And I said it in the comments of one of her posts and she said, absolutely. I would love that. Great. So now we're in a conversation about her coming on. Um, but as far as like, you know, if you think about how predatory that would feel to, approach somebody who's maybe had infidelity within their marriage or has, um, uh, disorder, exploit,
1: exploitative. It's, yeah. Exploitive.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's like you have to be careful. And when you have more of those lighter topics like motherhood or like relationships or whatever, those are much easier to reach out to, to and ask them to come on. When you're asking someone to come on and tell their trauma story, it feels very predatory. So I get what I get. And so with, um, season two, I was able to, you know, some of the people I got, like David, when he came on and talked about dating and relationships, I got him through a previous guest. In dating and relationships, yeah. that's a pretty easy, so I, um, actually, he reached out to me. He was referred to me, and then, but I would have reached out to him. Um, I got Maya through you. Um, I got um, Lupe through She's My Trainer, and so, um, I'm trying to remember the other side from our family, but um, <clears throat> that's, I, get, I got what I got. So, had I gotten other ones, I would have loved to have a create a, a larger sample size to see how they did, but mm-hmm. um, I think that again transitional. So, and I, but I, but but to be honest, I think those topics did well. I think that I pulled in um, a a different demographic in terms of listenership um, that would have not norm would, would have normally in season one maybe not have been interested in the content. So it's now become about more um, balancing those two types of demographics because the demographic that came to me in season two is not necessarily, would not have necessarily chosen my podcast in season one and vice versa.
1: Well, that's interesting. Uh, so I, okay. So i got a question for you about that. Do you, hmm, I'm already wrestling with the answer in my head as I'm asking the question. Because you're talking about the interest level of season one versus season two, and the different nature of the topics, for sure. Um, but you happen to be the common thread with all of it, right? And how much of the of the interest in in the topics have to do with the topics themselves, or is it maybe you and what you bring to the table, and and maybe just just the kind of um, I don't know if you want to call it the atmosphere that you're able to bring or the open honesty that you're able to, to bring to the table on, on, you know, maybe especially in season one, because you're dealing with, you know, more trauma related stuff. But, I, you know, I think that I'll speak for myself. When I listen to podcasts, um, I'm driving the car or whatever, listening to something, I found myself being gravitated towards the host. And, and what the host's interests are. Now, at first, I'm not there because of that. I'm interested in the topics. But then, you know, you get to know the host, you get to like and trust the host. And then, you know, they start wearing, like rubbing off on you. Right. And, and, then, and then that person, so you start having that, that attachment, it's a weird word, but you know, you just, you like that person. And so you kind of respect them and therefore you respect their interests as well. And, it, and if they take the right approach to, you know, being the host, asking the questions, providing valuable insight because maybe that's why you like that host. Um, then it grows. You become the, a loyal listener. You become a loyal. Saying. Yeah, I guess you mm-hmm. become a loyal listener, and in, in you are just open to all the topics that mm-hmm. come, whether it's season one related or season two related. So, you know, what do you have in mind for season three? Do you have any?
0: Well, I, I'm still working that out, but I think that that works really well when you are an established person, uh, podcast personality, and I am. I'm. 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 still establishing myself.
1: You mean you're not Joe Rogan?
0: I'm not, <laughs> but um, but you know, using him as an example, he's a very good example to use him yeah. with my son. My son is a, a very big Joe Rogan fan. He has been since high school. Um, he loves UFC. He loves comedies. Like the perfect podcaster Seriously, for Jordan. It's true. So, um, it's only natural in. in and also fitness. Um, but jo- Jordan will listen to every single Joe Rogan episode regardless of what the topic, regardless from start to finish, because he is a loyal, loyal listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I have episodes that I listen to of different podcasts where um, I will listen to just about epi- ep- every episode regardless, but I am a little bit more choosy than he is. Um, and I, I don't know, it kind of, it really depends because I have my favorite podcasts. I don't listen to... Yeah. I don't know that I listen to every single episode on my favorite podcast. So I do think they are a little bit topic driven. Um, I do think obviously having a connection with the host helps, which is why I started doing more of that because that was some feedback I was getting like, Hey, we need to get to know you. Mm -hmm. You need to do your own interview, you know? And so I did have you on a couple of times. I had the kids on, um, trying to, um, have the listeners connect with me more, but, um, in terms of topics like, If you think about the kind of person who would um, listen to, in season one, um, listen to, like, uh, Heather's episode, for example, on faith. Like, that's not going to be everybody, regardless of... Yeah. You know who? Because I'm so new, you know, they they might skip that one or um, the uh, R- uh, Rochelle's episode on, ho- on homelessness. A lot of people will skip that one. Um, people don't want to be convinced any other way. So those are um,
1: two really good episodes.
0: Right. But what I'm saying is, is that uh, over time, when you gain
1: yeah
0: um, a stronger listenership, then they may go back mm-hmm. and listen to those. But yeah, I don't. I mean, it, it it's very much I I think still driven by the topic, mm-hmm. and um, people pick and choose based on that. But I think really, my listenership I have two different to, two totally different demographics, the the ones I got from season one and the ones I got from season two, and some of that comes from the guests that I have on. A lot of it, a lot of it will. Um, depend on how much they've shared their their personal episode but some of it it doesn't some of it's it's topic driven like Jordan's for example his is one of my highest performing and he may be shared at once I think so that one was very much topic driven that was very a very high in demand subject to talk about a 50/50 custody so mm-hmm. it's hard to to know but um for season for this coming up season, it's in season three it's I'm still working out um my approach on that one
1: I mean in in general I mean behind Mm -hmm. the scenes kind of question I mean how do you come up with your topics do you is it one of those things where maybe you're a little bit more on the passive side because it's kind of depends on what guests come your way or um you know how do you how do you pick up on the topics
0: um well, on one hand, yes, it's had to be because right? like mm-hmm. I, I don't it for me to go and um, poach people. yeah you could do that, but I I, I, I won't do it, you know I, I, on on certain subjects.
1: Yeah. Tell me your story about alcoholism. I want to know right. everything about it like yeah.
0: It, now sometimes I'll get it I'll get referred yeah. by somebody and they'll say, hey, Like, for example, the episode I did do on alcoholism, a woman I work out with at the gym, she knew my guest, Michelle, Mm -hmm. and she asked Michelle, hey, do you want to be on Kim's podcast? And Michelle said, yes, have her contact me. And so I contacted her. But I do have a lot of people who will say, hey, I know the perfect person to talk about this. And my response is usually give them, give them my email and have them reach out to me. I'm... You know, I'm not going to talk to somebody unless I know already that they've agreed to it. So um, it's had to be about, mm-hmm. um, as far as how I get my topics, it's had to be about who contacts me or who's referred to me, mm-hmm. or it's had, to, or it's about what. I mean, I don't know that I've done any topics that I wanted to do with. No, oh, I haven't without a guest, except for the ones maybe I've done with my family. But um, mm-hmm. those don't. I mean, even those, you know.
1: But those are good topics too, even the one with Jasmine, obviously Jordan. But. I
0: will say that there are about three or four topics that I would love to do episodes on that I have not been able to because I haven't had anybody, you know, reach out to me. So I get what I get, you know? Yeah. So, um,
1: Do you mind if I ask what those topics are?
0: I just, too off the top of my head, I just mentioned before, I would lo- love, love to do one on infidelity, uh-huh. the choice to stay or uh-huh. the choice to go. Um, that would be to me a really interesting episode. And then I would love to do one on eating disorders, like uh, anorexia, having a long bout with an eating disorder. Cause mm-hmm. I think those are very much misunderstood. Um, and I'm sure there's a couple others, but, uh, but those two remain, you know, top of top of mind that I've always really wanted to, to because I, I personally have interest in those areas and I would love to be able to talk to somebody about their experience. And, um, I think they fall within our, you know, what we look for. So, yeah.
1: Well, do you think that you've got a... Okay, here's what I'm kind of focused in on uh, for you. And this is just because I'm so biased. Obviously, I've known you forever, right? And, and, you know, being your husband and everything, we communicate a lot. And I know what you're naturally good at. Mm -hmm. The thing that you are... Your superpower is, you know, communication. Communication skills and understanding people. Um, I think that... um, like you, I don't want to say you're an arm armchair psychologist because that's almost like a derogatory term. Uh, but but the reality is is that I mean you missed your calling, right? Like that could have been you for sure. You don't and think I, this is my calling? Well, <laughs> but but this is adjacent right right i mean mm-hmm. because you don't have degree right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but this is this is adjacent to mm-hmm. that um and, and meaning and, and this is exactly my point actually right which is is that it's bringing that element bringing kind of the wisdom that you naturally have you know to the table and um you know to have deep discussions with people uh, about things and i i would love to see more of you, yes, you interview other people, but I just, you know, I want to hear more of your take on things more of, I don't want to say you're going to be the counselor because that's, you know, you know, not your place. Right. But, but dang it, like you've got a lot of smart things to say and I like to hear like your take on,
0: I think, especially
1: relationships and communication. I think you're very biased. I think that
0: it would be, yeah. (laughs) um, I appreciate it though. Um, no, I, I, have always said from the beginning that I don't want this to, I don't want the podcast to be about me. And now I understand with the more education I'm getting that I am like, they say like you are your brand, like you, you know, whatever. So I know that I have to be at the center of everything. I get it. But, um, I couldn't do this without my, without my guests. So, um, I, perhaps, you know, in the, in the future, that would be something that I would look to do more of, like more of a Q and A type style thing. But the truth is I'm not credentialed. I'm not, you know, I don't have any kind of special, but uh, you know, training or wisdom or whatever, I just have my own take on things, which is usually pretty neutral. But, um, and people do get that. I feel like in the episodes that I, that I have done, it's not as if I shy away from sharing you know what, my take is on certain things, like once again, which is usually pretty <laughs> neutral. Um, and it's usually trying to get people to look at things from a side that may be a little bit less popular.
1: Yeah. Well, I think so for many people, the instinct is to, you know, form an opinion very quickly before they have all the facts. Uh, clearly, we see that all around us. Mm-hmm. And and then you know make a judgment, um, mm-hmm. and I think what you do is you take your time and you unpack something, unpack a topic, ask really deep you know questions, and and then what that initial judgment may have been will, will you know quite often is is wrong on on many of these topics like homelessness and you know all the other things that you talked about, and the you know the net result is i think everybody is able to gain you know some some knowledge and some wisdom and and i think it's it's not about like hey what do i think about this what do i think about that it's more like how do you go about thinking about things mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and i think you know showing you know your, your process you, your yeah. process and how you lean mm-hmm. into your curiosity yeah. really opens things up and you know we always say like you know shoot if you were you know in those person's shoes and you were faced mm-hmm. with the same environment growing Mm. up or the same pressures going against you at that moment in time, whenever that may have been your weak moment or who whatever that that is. I mean, you may have ended up being exactly the same position of the person that you're judging now.
0: People always like to think that they would have somehow known to do it differently. (laughs) But yeah, so that's, you know, and which we've, we've spoke about that before, but that is a, you know, that's, that's the, that's what we see a lot of, which is the whole reason we have the podcast. So it's to put, you know, to, for our listeners to put themselves in our guest shoes and to see like, okay, if you were given these circumstances with a lot, whatever they may be, do you really think you would have had the wherewithal or the resources to choose anything something different, you know, mm-hmm. we also to have a specific genetic bucket that, you know, I've heard that term recently, genetic bucket, you get, you have what you have, you know, yeah. to work with and not that you can't build upon that, but we're not all created equally that way either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: That's interesting. Um, that's a good point. Never thought about that mm-hmm. either. So, uh, going into the end of season two and then towards the beginning of season three, what are you going to be working on to Spring season three. I know I asked you a little bit about the topics yeah. that um, you were thinking, but what else?
0: Well, a couple things. One is I'm, you know, I am strongly considering the whole niche aspect, mm-hmm. whether or not, you know, I've heard it described before. A niche is like my listener, my YouTube um, watchers can see, but my listeners can't, but a niche is like, the top of a triangle the point that mm-hmm. the, 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 the um, top point of a triangle and then as you gain experience with that niche you can branch out and create more mm-hmm. and become wider with your content and um, typically starting out with a niche sort of helps to what happens is is your your um your followers your listeners they all know what they're getting they are subscribing to like if you were to think about like a real estate podcast. Yeah, well,
1: you Pe- get a solid base.
0: Yeah, people that are going to subscribe to a real estate podcast know what they're getting. They're going to get tips, tips and advice and mm-hmm. about real estate or adjacent, real estate adjacent. Um if you were to subscribe to a pop culture podcast, same thing. Like there is so many uh, astrology, same thing. You're going to get, you know, you're not going to get something that is out of left field on those podcasts. Right. So so the idea with a niche is you develop a very strong, as you were speaking about for a loyal listener base who are coming to you for that reason, but it also limits you. So it's like, kind of like I'm doing this weighing out. So, so with that said, um, but, but yes,
1: first, Brought to you by Sack Platinum Realty. <laughs> Where did that come from? Well, you know, talking about real estate podcasts and oh, everything yes, like yes, that, yes, yes. and you know, we needed to we, have a little sponsor, so that's the that's the this podcast sponsor right this now. This is
0: for sure brought to you by SAC Platinum Realty. Well, Mark <laughs> Dye specifically is the one funding this gig, but um, <clears throat> so in so going into season three, um, I will announce now we are going to be taking all of. Um, February off in terms of uploading new episodes um, because I need to get clear on what it is I'm going to be doing in season three. And I have not been able to do that uh, because I mean, for everything from the holidays to us getting up on YouTube and that has taken so much time, effort, and energy from me, which I have, I tend to have less than the average person. Yeah. So, um, but, I will say the good news is that we, if everything has gone according to plan, because we're recording this in advance, it, this is scheduled to air on January twenty sixth. And if everything has gone according to plan, we have we are live on YouTube as of today, January twenty sixth, um, which means our channel is up, it's live, um, and our first video has been uploaded, which is my own personal interview, which the listeners have heard already. If I mean, if they've been following me since you know when, when I when that aired on November first, but What's going to happen in February is, although we're not going to be uploading new audio podcasts, we are going to have YouTube videos up. So you have mine going up on Friday the 26th, and then you have one the next, the second one going up on Monday the 29th, and the third going up on Wednesday the 31st. So it's every Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So we have about 10. So, so these videos are, is everything we... Got recorded on video in season two, which is almost every podcast. So the which is like ten to twelve, I think, um, videos that are going to, going to go mm-hmm. up on YouTube. So two a week. So you will have those um, in February. Um, even though you may have already heard the audio version, you will be able to watch the video version. All those reels that you've seen me post on you on um Instagram, the full videos for those episodes will be up on YouTube. So. So that you will have that to look forward to in um, February. And then March 1st would be our first day back with season three.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, is there anything else you want to announce?
0: Um, I just think that we're we're just going to be doing some, you know, as far as season three goes, there's going to be some editing and refining that we're going to be doing everything from branding to production and just the content in general uh for future episodes which topics we want to cover the guests that we want to have on um i have i'm going to be taking advantage of i I mean i've had a lot of options come my way that i just have not had an opportunity to investigate and explore because i i only only have so much time in a day and energy to give so i just need that uh I need a, a month to reset and to, um, to like fill my pipeline again with mm-hmm. new, fresh content. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. Not, not to say that I still won't be posting and, and I may, and also too, not to say that I'm not going to be recording. Mm-hmm. I I probably will be recording. I, I will be, um, I just won't be airing. So, yeah. which is a, a different, yeah.
1: Well, you got to fill the bank, right? right. We got to, we got to get some episodes logged in and and then, so that way you could have a consistent release schedule.
0: I think it's really easy to fill the bank when you're just continuing on with what you've always done. But when you're trying to make a change or yeah. trying to upgrade upgrade, sometimes you have to take a pause. You do. And yeah, yeah and edit, like I said, edit and refine. Um, there's there's, with with podcasts, you're always juggling three things. You're juggling the guests that you are trying to schedule an inter- a pre-interview with, the guests that you've already pre-interviewed that you are working on an outline to record with, and the guests you've already record with, recorded with who you are working on their episode, getting it to go live. And that's every week. So you're, you're juggling those three every week. So it's very hard to make changes and to make upgrades and edits when you are doing that juggle and it's just me here like yeah. I have you to help me with the technical side but otherwise everything with my guests begins and ends with me so um so the, yeah so that's that's where we're at I think that um I there's a chance a small chance I may still like if because we have this setup at home now hmm I might decide to hop on the mic or we might decide to hop on the mic and and do a quick episode here. Maybe possibly, but I'm just not putting that pressure on myself. Yeah.
1: It's a lot easier to do when you have all this stuff at so home. So much
0: easier. Yeah. Um, and it, I would say like if 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 you if a listener, if you're interested in be either being a guest or if you have an idea for a topic that you'd like me to cover, um, send me an email or um or uh, uh, do an inquiry through the website, all that info will be in the show notes and we'll go from there. Awesome. That's it. Okay guys, thanks so much for for listening and we will see you back on March 1st. All right. Bye. Bye. That's all for this episode of Humanity Unlocked. Do you have a personal story to share with us? We're all ears. Visit humanityunlockedpodcast.com and send us an inquiry. Thanks so much for listening.
1: And if you enjoyed this conversation, please leave us a five-star review and hit subscribe to hear weekly episodes of our show.